I was planning on finding out the truth when mum stayed for Christmas, but she still wasn't ready to give up her secrets. I'd ask questions, she wouldn't respond, and eventually I'd give up. I drove mum home on the 27th of December, and now it was just me and her. I thought I'd give it one last shot. It was the same as before, like bashing my head against a brick wall. But instead of getting frustrated, I thought to myself, you know what, maybe I don't need answers, and held a hand instead. We were still holding hands when I pulled up at mum's house 25 minutes later. She turned to me and said, that's the best thing you could have done. On New Year's Eve, mum's friend called to say she hadn't heard from her for three days and that something must be up. Me and my wife Victoria jumped in the car, drove to mum's house and found her slumped on a sofa. At the hospital, they told us she'd suffered a stroke. Now I'd never know the answers to all those questions. Why does it have to be this way between us? Why all the lies? But the only thing that matters for me and for mum is that she sees how much I love her. The ward mum's in is like God's waiting room. All the other patients are stroke victims, but a lot older than her. She's only in her early 60s. They're covered in cuts and bruises because they keep falling over. Not a great place for anyone to get better. No wonder mum is convinced she's going to die. I've had to speak to her about power of attorney so I can take care of everything she'll need when she eventually comes to live with me in Victoria. Her own special chair, an adapted bedroom and toilet... It must be scary giving up all your information because it's almost an admission you don't have long left and mum's never been good at sharing things with me. Luckily, being like mum has its advantages. Yes, she's got an almighty battle on her hands but inside that rickety exterior is a core of steel. I know because I've been trying to reach it for as long as I can remember. When the stroke happened on New Year's Eve 2022, Me and Victoria thought mum might never walk or talk again. Then, one day, mum said her first words to me. You are weird. Not so long ago, that would have cut me deep, but I just smiled. Because I now know that my job, as a son, is to give her my love unconditionally, which I suspect she's never experienced. Eight weeks later, she got out of a chair and walked to the toilet, unaided. She's got a bit of a gangster lean and is slow and unsteady on her feet. I suspect she'll need a pimp stick at some point, but she's a million miles from where she was. The doctors say the stroke triggered dementia, so she said one or two unfortunate things to the nurses. But it also seems to have opened her up emotionally. On one of my first visits, I could see she wanted to say something. I leaned in and said, Mum, whatever you've got to say, don't worry about it. It's been and gone. She replied, in not much more than a whisper, I'm trying my best to be a decent mum. She looked brighter, as if a cloud had lifted. There's beauty in everything if you strive to make yourself aware of it. And since mum's stroke, our relationship has been better than ever. Some days, she even cuddles me before I leave, and there are glimpses of affection, which is not something I've ever experienced. The emotion bubbles over sometimes, but I know it's better to lift her spirits. While Victoria can't comprehend how calm I've been, it hasn't surprised me. I can still remember what it felt like to be chasing all the time, the chaos and the speed of it. I had to drink and take prescription drugs to slow things down. But I've reached a point where I can happily sit quietly on my own in silence for hours, with no thoughts in my head. 
That's when I feel an almost spiritual presence.